has it going, y'all. <laughs> I know, I know. This is it's, this is gonna be a mixture of dog talk and regular human talk. Because if she keeps looking at me like that, I'm gonna have to respond. <laughs> There's a special guest on today's episode, and that is Allie, a little mini schnauzer who might or might not bark. She doesn't really bark often. I feel like if you keep petting her, then she'll be okay. She'll, yeah. Yeah, if I stop, she'll look at me. And then that's my cue. Alright, today we are... (laughs) We're talking about uh, dating apps. And the experience of using one. And what comes after the virtual world. I guess because you can't stay in the virtual world forever. And one of us is going to get real personal, aren't we, Steph? (laughs) I was going to say, you have two, there are three people on this right now. We have a dog (laughs) and you and I, so obviously we have to cut it down to either you or I. But yes, I have used dating apps before. I didn't think I would do it, but I did. When did you start? So I guess I have a couple different experiences with it. So the most recent time has been July to like now. Well, I kind of don't really use it, but yeah. Um, But I downloaded it in July, around July 4th. And um, since then, uh, (laughs) I've been using the app. But before that, Basically, the whole time I've been in grad school, I guess I've gone on and off like Bumble and Tinder. But here's the thing. I did not run those accounts. My friends here decided to do a social experiment using me. Why? I have no idea. But they created a Bumble and a Tinder for me. I think twice. So I think once was... I think Bumble and then one other time, I think during COVID lockdown was another time where they did Bumble and Tinder. So, and then this most recent time, so this is the third time, it's just been myself, actually myself. Like you actually wanting to use it. Yeah, just for, I guess, like fun. Mm-hmm. So, but... The first time was, like, kind of weird because, like, I wasn't controlling the account. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what actually came of that one. But the second time, both of my friends, one had one and the other one had another. So, like, one friend ran Bumble, the other one ran my Tinder. And I actually matched with a guy on both. So then they sent me, they texted me and they were like, hey, add this snap. Or like, if you get a snap from this person, add them back. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I was like talking to this guy. And it was kind of weird because all I had was his Snapchat and I knew nothing about him. Mm. Because my friends picked him out for me. 
And, like, obviously, like, they, like, kind of screened him a little bit before, like, they were like, oh, snap, like, let's do that. It's like being set up on a blind date. Yeah, basically, it was. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of odd because it was, like, at the height of, like, the pandemic. Like, it was a couple weeks after everything shut down. Mm-hmm. And the rule was, like, if I had, like met someone or like they picked somebody out if we had a date then they would come with me like I'd have to do a very public date but the guy he'd always be like oh you want to hang out and I'd be like oh yeah sure I was like oh can we just go for a walk whatever because like number one ain't trying to get COVID or anything mm-hmm. and then he's like oh, well, I'm busy majority of the day. So how about you just come over at like nine o'clock at night? We can just watch like Netflix and like cuddle. And I'm just like, no, I don't know you. (laughs) I'm like, absolutely not. No. And he kept pushing for that. And I was kind of like, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this one. I mean, like, I have never used a dating app, but the big reason why is because of the fear of the creeps. Mm. And that's exactly, like, what you just talked about. Um, You attract some pretty weird people in the virtual world. Okay, but, like, here's the thing. Everybody thinks they're hot shit. Like, and that's why they get to be a little creepy because they're just, like, you know, we'd be, like, so perfect together, blah, blah, blah. Listen, and I-, I don't blame people who have, like, good confidence levels because I have zero confidence. And to put yourself on a dating app, yeah, that's going to require a shit amount of confidence. And then to, like, build up your profile so you don't – so you actually appeal to people. It's kind of like you putting on makeup and, like, going out and feeling good about yourself except in the virtual world. So yes, sometimes it can come across as something obnoxious, a little arrogant, a little bit of a turnoff, but I don't blame them. The, the, the kids are just trying their best, okay? It's a hard world out there. But like, see, here's the thing. We're at that age, well, I guess I'm more at this age now. <laughs> my, my birthday's coming up. And like, I'm 25, But most of the people that have, like, dating apps like Bumble and Tinder are, like, 18, 19, like, early 20s. Oh, my God. What are these kids doing on there? Children, go study. (laughs) Do your homework. (laughs) But, see, like, that's the thing. It's kind of like, okay, I'm turning 25. (laughs) Like, it's a little weird where, like, a majority of people that come up on, like, I guess it's, like, the feed – like, they're younger. Like, they're very young, much younger than me. Well, your location might also attract a certain yeah. demographic. Um, I I do feel like there has to be certain dating apps, and I'm sure there are, that cater to, like, the more working demographic instead of the student demographic. And we're grad students, and we technically fall under the working age range, but... Um, I know what you're talking about because, um, side note, y'all, Steph let me swipe on her at one night and I had so much fun. Didn't I, Steph? I did so well. 
I wish I would have recorded it because just the way that like you would just look at their profile. My favorite was when you looked through like one person's profile. And I forget what's his what his name was, and you're like, "Oh, buddy," and you just swipe <laughs> you didn't even give him a chance. You're like, "Oh, swipe." It's <laughs> like. Whoa, okay. Savage. Absolute savage. You were like way more ruthless than like I've ever been. And I was like, whoa. I was like, dang. I was like, but you like take the time and like go through. And then you give everybody a chance. Because then you looked at mine, you're like, wow, you barely have anything. But my whole thing is if I have like a little bit of information, but they also see my pictures and that's why they swipe then I'm okay because it boosts my confidence just a little bit. <laughs> I I just remember like having so much fun. And yes, I did feel bad sometimes when I when I rejected some people. Cause I think about it, I'm like, that's that's a mother's child, you know, that's someone's son, that's someone's daughter, like daughter. Like this is these are real people. You can't just Ditch them like they're trash, but then they're just some profiles. Like, buddy, you, you need to work on this profile. <laughs> I'm sorry. The best was like whenever you saw someone with a group shot. Oh, I hate that. And then you're just like, which one is it? There was the one profile where it was like all the pictures were group one. Only you were group like shots. Going back and forth. It's like, okay, this one matches, this one matches, this one. <laughs> we're like, okay, it's this guy. But then I'm just like, nah, he's got group shots. Just keep going. <laughs> hey, guys, pro tip. Don't just put group shots. I know you wanted to show that you have friends. That's okay. But have like one of just yourself so we know what the heck you look like. But, like, okay, here's my thing. Because, like, I listen to um, another podcast. It's called Call Her Daddy. And they have, like, a bunch of different things about, like, dating apps, just dating in general, relationships. It can be about anything. And I remember listening to the one about, like, your dating profile specifically and just guys in general. And they were just like, okay, guys, actually have, like, a friend or something. We don't care if you went to the beach in like 2007 and that's like the only good picture you have. Have a friend just take a selfie of you or a picture of you to be most updated. Like we don't need the grainy like like <laughs> zoomed in shot as like your But profile. you know what I also don't need? I don't need you to have a full on photo shoot. Because then that just like screams obnoxious to me. Like I don't need you to flex. I don't need you to be on your boat doing photo shoots I don't need you to give me beat shots like just show me what the hell you look like I want to know what creature you are (laughs) I want to know what creature you are (laughs) but it's also like one of those things too like if you actually like show a friend your dating profile like I guess my most recent time especially like with you like I showed you who I was talking to Mm -hmm. and like That's my whole thing too. Like I'm okay with like talking to like a bunch of different people just to like get to know like different options because that's technically what dating used to be. You used to go out with other people until you like settled down with one person. But like to me, I've been like talking to the same person since July. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because, like, when I started showing people his picture, you just see the moment of, like, the picture that he chose. 
to be his like front picture, people would be like, oh. And it's just like, it's not the most flattering shot. Some people aren't aren't photogenic and that's not their fault. It wasn't, yeah. when you showed me his profile though, it wasn't the picture. It was one particular word on his profile. But that's the thing. Like, see, what caught me off guard was like when I was like, oh, he's cute. And like you scroll through other pictures and I'm like, okay, he's cute. But it's that first shot that's like, people were like, and then I have to like scroll down and like say, no, oh, no, look, he's cute. And then they're like, no, is he? Oh, I thought he was decent. It was it was the wording on his profile that just really. Yeah, to, 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 to frame the question, to frame what we're talking about, there was, I guess, a question that you can pick. Like you can pick and choose your own questions. Mm-hmm. And the one question was, what what is your go-to meal or like one meal that would, that you'd have for the rest of your life. And he picked something very out there. Should I just say it? Yeah, you can just say it. It's fucking Soylent. Soylent. Okay, explain Soylent. It's like this meal replacement powder shit that some douche on the West Coast came up with. I get. I guarantee you Soylent's never going to sponsor us after I say this. Guys, just eat real food, okay? I don't understand how the hell you're so busy you can't even eat an actual sandwich. Don't even... People who have Soylent are just obnoxious and trying to show off how busy they are. When actually busy people can still manage to take care of themselves, just get yourself some time management skills. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. You know, we can... Janelle's nickname for him is Mr. Soylent. (laughs) Or... No, we, we won't say that one. <laughs> His nickname is Mr. Soylent. He has another one, but we're not going to say that one. <laughs> Who knows, guys? Stay tuned because we might have updates about Mr. Soylent and Steph in the near future. Ew. Uh, no, not ew. Not ew. <laughs> but it's funny because that's what we're just going to address him as, Mr. Soylent. Cause he knows about, like, we have a podcast, but I've never told him about what it is, what we do, just whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> he, like, he knows that you're my friend, but I've never actually said your name. So he can't look up this podcast at all. <laughs> what? Why are you giving me this look of like, oh, I'm shit. just thinking if anyone's as good of a stalker as I am, I could totally find some deeds. Hang on. Let, let me just phrase this. So literally, you asked me about it. And then I think the next weekend, I was actually going to meet him. I have met Mr. Soylent in real life. Yeah, she has. We did a hangout. That's what he framed it as. It was a hangout. We went Although and got... he paid. And I was reaching for my wallet. <laughs> I am not saying that you were getting him to pay. He was just a, a good kid. He's deez. A good kid that is 30. <laughs> Almost 30. He is 30. He just turned 30. He just turned... Oh. Mr. Soiling. <laughs> I told you when his birthday was. His birthday was the other day. Yep. The other day could mean any day, but yeah. 
All right, all right. It's just a little kid. He's still a kid. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He's five years older than me. Uh, <laughs> He's closer to a decade older than me than he is to five years. But I'm only two years older than you. Oh, shit. That's like seven years. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Mr. Soylent. So we went out. We got boba. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, it was fire. Like, I really want to go back to that place. It was fire. It was fire. Someone bleeped that shit out. It was... Anyway. I can't say these bad words because Allie's with me. Hang on. You want someone to bleep it out. I'm the one that edits this. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works. Anyway, it was good. Support Asian businesses. It was good. It it had just opened, like, in March. Mm -hmm. So, like, it hasn't been open that long. So, it it was a cute little spot. I really liked it. And we were sitting there and like he was a he was being very gentlemanly if, if that he was D's. He was D's. He was D's Allie. <laughs> he was D's. Uh but he like <laughs> we sat together and um he stood up the whole time to go get our drinks. And you could just tell when he was walking over with the drinks in hand, he's staring at the drinks as he's walking over because he's trying so hard not to spill it. And I was like, okay, all right. (laughs) And I was like, all right. But I will say, like, because we talked about it afterwards, like, we we debriefed. Oh, you guys, I had a full-on, like, debrief slash therapy after Hang on, I talked to like so many other people about it because I was just like, oh yeah, I had to hang out with this guy. But then everyone's like, no, it's a date. He paid for you. And I was like, hang out, hang out. He was just a good person. Yeah. He's probably thinking like, mate, he's older and he has a job compared to you being a student. Mm-hmm. That's also fair. Yeah. But it was it was very interesting because you could tell he was very introverted like I did most of the talking and I was nervous as hell because like when you meet people that you've talked to on the internet at this point we were talking for about two months and then you meet this person and then you're like oh do you know what Steph I for someone who's been in virtual school for eight years and having met people from my virtual school when I came to the states I absolutely can relate to that because you know more about that person than a typical person would when strangers are meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird feeling. So that's why I don't know if dating apps would really be for me. I don't know. Personally, I don't think they're for me either. But like, here I am. Hey, Steph got some success. She is meeting with Mr. Soylent again. Isn't that right? Maybe. Maybe. I've been pushing her to ask him out because he asked her out the first time. And it's just decent to do the same. Yeah. I see. The only thing was, is like, I was going to see him. And then a couple things happened. But now I'm at the point where 
I'm going to be traveling within the next week. So I'm like, okay, we're cutting off at least a little bit of outside human contact because COVID's actually gotten really bad out by me. So, and I'm just like, he lives with his parents right now. And like his parents are older and I'm just like, I wouldn't want anything. Mm -hmm. So that's been like my hang up right now. But like, he never asked me for my number when we were together. But then after that, we exchanged. He did. Oh, I got way too excited. Sorry. It was just like, go ahead. You were there. I was telling you about it. You helped me. Uh, you guys, I'm available for dating coach. As a dating coach, just hit me up. <laughs> Hang on. Both of us are great with giving relationship advice, but neither of us have been in a relationship. Okay, how would you rate my relationship advice? It was fucking amazing, man. <laughs> I love how you asked me that and then you answered yourself. Yeah, this is called confidence or whatever you can feign. I, I think my mantra in dating is just be cheeky. <laughs> oh, look, that's like your mantra in life. You're just like, I'm being cheeky. This is cheeky. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. But so we've been texting a good bit like right now we text a little bit we don't snapchat that much he's an older person yeah he like if i post something on my story he like looks at it um he checks or the like, app but he doesn't snap very much yeah and he he looks at my snaps but like if i ask him a question like on snap like this time before if i asked him a question on snap he'd like text me back an answer and i'm like Okay, cool. But I will say one thing. I don't know if it's because he feels more comfortable online, but like he will text me like paragraphs. Like and he does. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh wow, like you're being very like he talks more over text than he does like when we first met, which like I'm pretty sure he was like nervous, blah, blah, blah. But like for me, texting. I prefer phone calls a lot more than texting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so why we work great because I always just like call you instead of texting. I've gotten into that habit now of just like, okay, I just really need to like call someone just because like I don't like text because like I can feel like if you like hold your phone, you text so much, it kind of like gets to your like hands and like I'm just like, mm, I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it sometimes. Mr. Soylent is a texter. Oh, big texter. He's a big texter. And I challenged Steph. I was like, you guys having that first phone call is a big milestone. So I think, you know, when it comes to dating apps, you get different milestones compared to just dating in real life, right? So your first step in dating real life is probably already exchanging numbers. But on a dating app, that's like a milestone that comes after. Um, and then making that first phone call, I think it's also a pretty big deal because most people who use dating apps are probably of that personality to just like keep texting, you know, like most of our generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think it's like, I feel like it's harder when you hit like a certain age like to be on dating apps because like 
Because, like, I feel like when you hit, like, 25 to, like, 30, like, I've seen a couple people that are, like, 31 on, like, Bumble. Because I got rid of Tinder. I didn't really care for Tinder because some people, some of y'all are bold, but I don't think you could be that bold. (laughs) Because, whoa. (laughs) Obviously, Steph has been turned off. She's like, "Uh uh-uh. Some messages I've gotten, I'm just like, hey, I was like, you bold. <laughs> Which, like, respectfully, you can be bold all you want, but like, tone it back just a tad. But I feel like it's definitely like harder because, like, you kind of have an idea of like what you want. Because, like, I feel like you can gauge someone a little bit well, like when you're talking on an app. But like, obviously. For my situation is very different because we started talking in July and that was when COVID was like kind of bad. So I told him, I'm like, I'm not going to meet you. And he's like, no, I fully respect that. And then I actually went home not too long, like not too long after that. But like we still kept in touch like the whole time I was home. And it was funny because he didn't know I came back. It wasn't until he texted me and asked me about some flooding that happened in Jersey. And I was like, oh, no, I'm actually back. And then he's like, okay, when are we going to meet? And I'm like, I guess this is justified now because it has been like a solid two, three months. I think people meet even like within a week. I don't even think people usually wait months. I mean, just knowing my generation and these kids these days. They're just so spontaneous. They're just so darn spontaneous. (laughs) See, like, I can be spontaneous, but I'm also at that age where I'm kind of like, pandemic. (laughs) Well, you're vaccinated. Well, and that was the one thing. He's just like, I'm vaccinated too. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, this is cool. But I also waited for like, one one of my roommates is not vaccinated. So I waited Mm -hmm. for her to leave too. So, like, I didn't, because my other roommates are vaccinated, but she can't get vaccinated. So, that's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, very cautious. Pre-dating apps, people meet because they had mutual friends, right? Even, like, blind dates, you get set up because you have mutual friends. Dating apps is making the impossible happen. Letting people whose paths would never cross all of a sudden cross. And that, to me, is so artificial Um, and I think that's also why, like, the success of dating apps, relationships morphing into something that they actually settle with or marry into isn't that great. Because, yes, you can force yourself or use the apps to find similarities, but, again, your paths in life would have never crossed. Like, you and Mr. Soylent, right? The both of y'all, that's just the nickname now. Um, The both of y'all are within proximity, but y'all would have never seen each other on the street. And even if you did, you probably would have never, um, like how many people on dating apps actually have seen those people on the street? I don't, I don't think so. And I think that's like really weird to me. Like if you wouldn't talk to them, then why would you talk to them on an app? I think that's like, the see I kind of like what what you're you're saying where like you have a mutual friend and it sets you up on a blind date because you would trust the friend to be able 
to like if they know someone like if it's a coworker or something and like they set you up with like your like friend or whatever like at least like the person in the middle the mutual friend has like filled out like both parties to be like okay I think this would be a good match well I don't trust people that much but what I think that works sometimes is because you having a mutual friend means that you have an actual established similarity so that's like a good overlap Mm. um that to me is why it works like i don't trust a friend to be able to gauge if we're compatible or not like some people have a gift for that but most people don't and we're all different between friends and um romantic relationships like you and i right we act different it's not that we're artificial to each other it's just that like we show a different side in addition to the many others when we're in a romantic relationship. Wouldn't you say so? Oh yeah. Wholeheartedly. But all I'm saying is whoever I end up with, you got to be able to deal with Janelle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even, I don't even laugh because you know that for a fact, you've said that multiple times. (laughs) I'm just going to lay down here with Allie while you just look at us. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like the reason, so the second time that the dating app was created for me or the dating apps, it was like a whole social experiment to say like, oh, as your friends, we've like known you for a little bit and we think that you'd be, that we'd be able to pick out your partner. It's kind of like the love is blind thing. Mm -hmm. And like, they did find somebody, but I don't think they did like a really good job scanning it. Because, like, the guy was kind of, Like, he's <laughs> nice, but I'm like, yeah. yeah. I was like, the whole Netflix cuddle thing. I'm like, I'm fine with that, but maybe, like. Dude, 9 p.m.'s not even dinner time. Like, that's bedtime for me. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to stay up for a movie? That's two hours. I can't hit double digits. I'm old. <laughs> You can't say that you're old because of the fact that my birthday is coming up. Again, I'm two years older than you. I feel old, y'all. And that, I think how someone perceives themselves really affects dating virtually versus dating in person. Like when you first get to know somebody or when you meet somebody coincidentally on the street or fate or whatever destiny, you don't usually open your mouths first. It's like actual first impressions. Mm-hmm. But on a dating app, yes, you're not talking, but the profile is set by you. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is the same way as how you choose to dress up when you go outside. But I think the profile now has so many details, like so many options that like you can talk about your favorite meal. You can talk about what you're looking for, like all those things. Like I saw the details when I was swiping. Which app was I using, Steph? Bumble. Bumble. Um, y'all, I just swipe. I didn't even care what app I was on. <laughs> You're just like, I'm enjoying this too much. It's savage. Um, yeah, I think I think it's important to get your own to get your self perception straight before you use something like a dating app. Cause I think it's really easy to all of a sudden feel insecure once somebody sends you a message that I don't know, comments about your profile or your picture. 
It's just like social media, you know? Yeah. And I will say, like, like I know I don't really know the success rates of like I don't either. But like like I one of my very good friends from back home, he met his now ex-girlfriend. Mm, that's <laughs> successful, t- huh? On Tinder. And it was very interesting because like they dated for three years. But the problem was is number one, I wouldn't even say that they were like dating distantly because like the girl was like a half an hour away from him. But like they entered in this relationship. But the problem is, is whenever they were together, like physically, they would never talk. It would just, they would always feel more comfortable talking online, like, uh, like texting or like on like social media or anything. And like, whenever I asked him about his good girlfriend or like his relationship, he couldn't tell me anything about her. And I was like, what do you guys do when you're together? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, that's the problem. We don't really see each other. And I was like, so all you do is text. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like, granted, they broke up. Very interesting breakup, how they broke up. But I feel like because they didn't talk, it led to a lot of issues to where they couldn't fix their problems. It's kind of like the ignorance is bliss type thing. Mm -hmm. But then like sometimes like I see couples here, like at school and like some of them, like you can definitely tell there's some like things that like they have to consider, Mm -hmm. but then they choose to live in ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's very interesting to like see all the different facets of like different relationships. Like, you know, people meet here, people meet there, um, people meet online. And it's very interesting because everybody has like their own thing. Cause like you can't really judge anybody else. Like you just have to worry about like yourself and like what you want. And I think dating apps are very interesting. Like it's kind of a fun little social experiment just cause like, you see like the different people that are out there, the different people that are, I guess, trying to find love. And it's very interesting because some people on their profile, they'll say like, oh, just something casual, meaning just sex. Mm -hmm. Or like you have those people like, don't swipe right unless you are looking for a relationship. Like people are like so firm that they're like, I'm trying to find a wife. And it's just like, okay, there needs to be like an in-between here. Cause like you can't go like from one extreme to the next. But then again, you don't really know like the people like that you're interacting with. Like you're dealing with another person. Like they have a set of expectations, you have a set of expectations. Dating in general or just being in a relationship with someone is really fearful. But mm-hmm. that just comes with all forms of dating. It's not really app or no app. Y'all, this is why I have no commitments. Um, to stick to myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd just be a foster mom. Honestly, no one should trust me with children. But 
And you want me to have kids? <laughs> I'm your great auntie. All right. Well, this is part one of this story with Mr. Soylent. <laughs> this is part one. Oh, my God. Y'all, we are going to so check in again in the future and just let you know what is up with Mr. Soylent and Steph. Uh, <laughs> at the beginning of every episode, Mr. Soylent update. <laughs> We didn't even agree that that was going to be his nickname ahead of time. It's just like, I guess because I had called him that before. You did. I have called him many things. Well, my favorite thing is the fact that you keep going back and forth on whether you like him or not. Because there are times <laughs> like, no, that, that's an X. No, we can't do this. And then a second time, nope. And then he got a third one and he's like, nope, he's out. He's out. When I like him. I call him a completely different nickname, and then when I don't like him, it's just whatever comes out of my head. <laughs> You've said a lot of different things, but Mr. Soylent is the one thing that's stuck, and that is relatively appropriate. Because <laughs> that is him. He is Mr. Soylent. I swear, if he gives you a Soylent shake or a hangout, I'm, I'm driving there. <laughs> he refers you to Soylent and tries to get you on that bandwagon. I am going there. Aren't we, Allie? We are going to jump in the car and save Steph. <laughs> that is why I'm not going to go over to his house for a little bit. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, what are we having for dinner? Oh, have you tried this before? Soylent? I'm going to be, I'm going to text you right then and there. If you see those, if you see that seven letter word, run, get in the car, go 90 miles per hour, go as far as you can until you hit the ocean. Okay. Damn, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I will say, though, it's always good to have friends like Janelle. (laughs) I will explain this to you. If you go on a date where you're meeting somebody from a dating app or something, you always want to have those friends that, like, you say, okay, I'm going to be meeting this person at this time. And then, like, you check in periodically. Mm -hmm. Like, my roommate... Like, I told my best friend, I told you, and I told my roommate. My roommate actually called me in the middle of it, and we had, like, a codename system to say, like, yes, I'm okay. Hang on. My mom used to do this when she was dating. Mm -hmm. And you have, like, the codename system to say, like, yes, I'm good, yes, I'm – or no, I'm bad. But, like, even then, like, I told Janelle, like, if I – you didn't hear back from me by like this time try and call me and like I did the same thing with my mom I'm like okay I'm gonna be here at this time this time this time and like people kept checking in on me which is like good because like you don't really know like what's going to happen but that is a dating tip you always tell somebody like I did that for my best friend like she had a bumble date with somebody and she's like I'm gonna be here if you don't hear from me from this time I'll text you, like, if I go to the bathroom or anything. Like, that kind of thing. I thought she was going to say, y'all, I thought she was going to say something that was, like, a special talent that I had for being her friend. But, no, it just turned out to be a pro tip to just get somebody to call you. Like, you can do an auto call to get your phone to, I don't know, set an alarm or something. Just, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yep, I'm special. That's great. Great. Move on. (laughs) But I will also say her stalking skills are next level. Like, (laughs) She just wanted to find out his last name and she's like, oh, 
Like you found him on LinkedIn. I and did. I'm sitting there I was like, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. <laughs> I saw all his grades and all his stuff. Yeah, it was great. And you were just like, oh my gosh. Like, you've hit the jackpot. I'm like, I have? <laughs> I don't even think he knows that a letter grade letter B exists. I think he only knows that they exist. <laughs> but I'm sitting there and I I literally found out his last name. I texted it to Janelle and she was like, oh my gosh, this guy. And I'm just like, well, I was also freaking out for other reasons. Yeah, yeah. No, there was multiple different reasons. Maybe later on, we can if we ever actually... About Mr. Soylent. Yes, maybe if we, like, eventually... I mean, if y'all just, like, quit, and then we can definitely review all deeds about Mr. Soylent, but... <laughs> Should I end it now? This would be part two. Just wrap it up! <laughs> But anyways, yeah, you need a friend like Janelle that's an expert stalker on things. She's way better I am, at than I am. I'm stalker for hire, an unofficial, <laughs> official <laughs> private investigator. Feel free to slide in my DMs. <laughs> that's the Ponzi scheme that you need. That's, that's how you make your side hustle. Allie, we found a scheme. We found a scheme. Okay, on that note, as she's talking to the dog... <laughs> Uh, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode about dating apps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least my experience, Janelle's minor experience. Just a swipe. Just a swipe. If you need someone to just swipe for you, just have Janelle do it. Yes, I'm a swiper for hire. <gasps> Print that on a shirt! Oh, sorry, Allie. <laughs> Allie just like, get on your dating up. profile. I'm a professional swiper. Swiper for hire. I, I feel like like the next time I see you, I'm just gonna keep bubble with me just so you can just swipe whatever you want. Like sometimes I go on there and I just swipe and I'm just like, yeah, I just won't do anything with this. Do you know what? Like, if we get like a hundred episode special, maybe I'll get the app. Maybe. Two hundred! Two hundred I was gonna say, I was like, I thought we already had episode one hundred planned. Uh well don't reveal the secret. Shh. I won't, but I feel like we need to set a goal of just like, okay, Janelle needs to download a dating app. But I feel like you wouldn't talk to anybody. I feel like you just swipe. <laughs> I could. Probably wouldn't, but I could. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Okay. I'll just get Steph to text for me. <laughs> I know. We're a lot better working for each other than we are getting on the road. <laughs> Okay. Uh, (laughs) This is the moral of the story. Dating apps, you get your friend to do it for you. No, not saying that at all. But guys, dating apps are definitely an adventure. Try it. Don't try it. Just you do you. Think how you want to find love, romance, a relationship. Uh, Just do it at your own speed. If you don't feel comfortable doing it, then just have it the natural way. But again, like I said before, if you do meet somebody, just be cautious because sometimes there are some weirdos, a lot of weirdos. Mm-hmm. But definitely, just be cautious, be patient, and um, no means no. Yes, no means no, and take Advil if you're swiping too much and your fingers start hurting. <laughs> With that being said, guys, this is Redhead Nation signing off. <laughs>